Goldsmith sci-fi writer. Are you a reader? Because I am also a reader. I love books. I read about 60 to 70 novels per year, and I especially love epic series. I've read a lot of them. And I have indeed written one that's 1.1 million words, the Torth series. This is a continuing episode of a series with Abby Goldsmith, author of the Torth series. studied animation and and you're talking like pre-computer built or what kind of animation? Yeah, it was right on the cusp of things. Pixar had just come out with Toy Story that year, the year I went to CalArts. And so I saw like 3D animation looked like it was the future. And I was kind of like, well, Jurassic Park just came out. Toy Story had just come out. And I was getting really excited about 3D animation. CalArts didn't offer 3D animation. <laughs> so, and really only one school did. It was Ringling in Florida, but they were considered like t- second tier to CalArts, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'll figure it out myself or I'll, you know, I, I jumped through some hoops to take a class in 3D animation in my freshman year, but it really just wasn't what they had on offer. It wasn't going to get you anywhere. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well- is this a four-year college, by the way? Is that how that it works? Was. Yeah, oh, okay. It is, yeah. And it's like a, I assume like a bachelor's of art, BA of some kind, and yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. So when you were there studying, were you the what kind of student were you? Were you the the studious student who studied on the weekends and you, you take things pretty seriously, or were you the more relaxed, or were you somewhere in the middle? Yeah, well, I'll say like everyone at that school is highly competitive and highly serious. Ah. <laughs> to the point where I wasn't even prepared for it. I mean. Like, I had been a straight-A student. I was, like, a top-10-level kind of student with, like, good scores on the SATs and everything. And I'd gotten scholarships to multiple schools, and I was like, you know, I I can do anything. Uh, It's pretty easy for me to just be better than everyone else. No problem. I had a lot of confidence. You know, and I got there, and, like, my roommate there had won all the scholarships I hadn't won. And uh, the sweet mate had won an Academy Award as like a 16-year-old or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was like, uh-oh. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> That's getting serious now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was kind of how it was. I never got to the top of the class there. It was impossible for me. <laughs> so was that, a, was that a hard slog kind of uh, for you or, 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 you know, it sounds like it was a hard slog, but I don't want to speak for you. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, I would say it. it the first, my first two years there, I was really struggling to the point where I was like worried that I didn't belong there. Maybe I should have gone somewhere else. Maybe I should have done what my parents said and gone into like become a lawyer or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a big pivot. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I didn't do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Cool. Yeah. While you were busy at college, were you able to have creative pursuits other than studying? Well, the, yeah, you're right. The college was the creative pursuit. Every student there was encouraged to make a student film every year. Mm. Yeah. So I was making student films 
And by my junior and senior years there, I was doing really well. The films I made got into like several international film festivals and they were put into like a really highly curated film program, which was like, anyway, like it seemed like a really great thing at the time. Uh, it was screened in like multiple places in New yeah, York City. Cool. And, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you underplaying you, this? Well, yeah, go ahead. I, I will t- say like, here's the thing is like what clicked for me, the reason it, it was working for me then is um, I realized that my strength was storytelling and it wasn't the art so much. And I saw that the films that did really well were the ones with the best stories. So like my, my freshman and sophomore years, I was trying to become the best artist I could be. And I wasn't paying as much attention to story because I was like, well, I've got to be as good an artist as everyone around me. And I just wasn't like, you know, I drew these characters over here. Like I'm, I'm a decent artist, but I'm not like Michelangelo. So you know, and a lot of the students there were. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It sounds like the deep end there. Um, d- did you have time to read books when you were in college? Did you try anything new by the time you finished uh, than what yeah. you normally did? Yeah. Yeah. I got introduced to the Wheel of Time series there uh-huh. in college. Uh, yeah. And so that, that was my introduction back to fantasy. Uh-huh. And what it was was some of the other students were obsessed with the Wheel of Time and they kept telling me I'd love it. And I looked at the book covers and I was like, it looks kind of sexist. It looks kind of kind of crappy and sexist. I don't like these book covers. So I, I kept refusing to read it. And then enough people kept recommending it to the point where I was like, oh, okay, fine, I'll try it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, then I got addicted. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's actually when I got back to Tolkien because I discovered that uh, Lord of the Rings was not at all like Hobbit and it was really good. <laughs> so right. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Like I, I think I then read Lord of the Rings and I was like, oh, this is way better than the Hobbit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to listen out. Yeah. Let's uh, talk about the writer, Abby. When did you start writing with publication as a goal? And I don't think your mother's sending in the story into Random House Counts. <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say that towards the end of college, I was getting, I, I had noticed that my films were strong in story, and that was the reason they were getting awards and so forth. And I was like, well, maybe I can try screenwriting a little bit, and maybe I can get back into writing a little tiny bit. I know I'm a terrible writer because that editor told me so, but, you know, I might as well just give it a try, just, you know, just for fun. Yeah. And, um, and I joined some online critique group, and they all loved my stuff. They were like, you're really great. You know, so then I was like, oh, really? So, <laughs> so then I was like, okay, well, let me try again. And then, of course, I started getting obsessed with novel writing. And I just, right after college, I wrote a 520,000 word book. Wow. So, yeah, which is, I don't recommend doing. <laughs> That's a big piece of work. Wow, yeah. wow. Was that a fantasy book that was 500 pages? Sci-fi fantasy. Wow. Yeah. All right. And, uh... No, no, five hundred twenty thousand words. It wasn't even. It was like a thousand pages. I mean, it was it was ludicrously big. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! You're yeah. writing. Uh, uh, was it Russian novels? There is. I was like, I had grown up on Stephen King, you know, so oh, I, I was like, well, that's how you should write, you know, really verbose. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Jordan, right? <laughs> I think when I when I browsed your website, it looks like you write in other genres as well. So you write science fiction and what else? Yeah, fantasy. Honestly, like I was thinking that, well, I also like crime thrillers, so I've been thinking of dabbling in that as well. But to be honest, sci-fi is really my thing. I think I'm just going to stick with it. 
Cool, yeah. cool. So readers often form an impression of what is an Abbey Goldsmith book by whatever book they started reading. And then when they find, discover you in different genres, have you had any complications with that or is that not a problem? I honestly don't think it will be much of a problem, but so far the vast majority of what I've written outside of short stories is my Torth series. It's 1.1 million words, seven books. It's a lot of reading. It keeps people occupied for at least a week. If, if they're a really fast reader. <laughs> yeah. What's the hardest thing you've ever wrote and why? Well, that would have to be the Torth series. I mean, I am embarrassed to say how long it took. I'm not going to even tell you. Keep it secret. <laughs> you keep it secret. Yeah. 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 Really what I will say, like the hardest thing though, was like what it was, was I was trying to get traditionally published. I was aiming for traditional publication I believe that that was the only path to success, even when Amazon started doing the indie thing Mm -hmm. and allowing indie authors to publish. I kind of ignored that whole cold rush. I saw it happening and I said no. So I was aiming for traditional publication. And the thing is, what I've noticed with traditional publication is they are chasing trends. They're looking for like Hunger Games, the next Hunger Games or the next, you know, Red Rising or whatever it is. Hmm. And so they want, you know, X meets Y or whatever. And my book doesn't chase the trends. It's not following any of those trends. So, I mean, I'm talking about my series. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The first book of my series turned out to be very, very hard to pitch in multiple ways. Part of the problem is one of the main characters in book one is a 12-year-old, but it's not young adult and it's not middle grade. This is a character that absorbs other people's minds. And so he has the mentality of somebody who's like 100 years old, mm. but he's trapped in the body of a 12-year-old. So... You know, he doesn't really fit what a lot of traditional publishers are expecting from that age range. Right, right. Sci-Fi Thoughts wants to expand. We want to grow from not just your podcast player, but to spread to your co-workers, your family, and your friends. But I haven't got any friends. Why, you little... One, two, three... Oh, no, you don't. We know you've got friends who are, who are into the science, who are into science fiction. These are the people who are playing Halo and Stellaris and, and other space games instead of watching college football. There are the ones in the NASA t-shirts who are busy inventing something with their 3D printers. Email them a link to this podcast. Send them a social media request. Heck, even speak to them and tell them that you've enjoyed the show. The main point is to impress upon them how much you enjoy sci-fi thoughts. Tell them to go to the URL sci-fi thoughts.space. Don't keep sci-fi thoughts secret because keeping secrets from science fiction fans just isn't nice.
We've got goodies in the show notes for you from Abby. We have a link to her blog and a link to her Patreon and a link to her Wattpad site. What is Wattpad? Wattpad is an online literature platform for users to read and write original stories. The founders say that the platform aims to create social communities around stories and remove the barriers between readers and writers. So go on over there and get to know Abby more. She has videos about her stories that she's published on Wattpad, and you can get started on the Torth series. What are show notes? Show notes are the information that comes down into your podcast player, so you can just tap on those links and they're well organized with each episode. If you downloaded this MP3 from a web page, go back to the web page and you will see the show notes there. This series started in episode 217. If you missed the first episode, go to scifythoughts.space and type 217 into the search box there. Next episode, more Abby Goldsmith. Okay, like, here's the thing is I had had a lot of beta readers on my Torth books, and they all loved it. They were saying they loved it, and I was getting the zero crickets from agents and editors, and I was like, am I crazy? Like, like it does it suck only for the publishing industry, but readers love it? Like, what is this? Yeah. So I decided, like, okay, let me actually send it to, like, a platform just chock full of young readers, Wattpad, you know, and see how, see what they say. <laughs> see what happens if some teenagers read it and you know and I wasn't I didn't know what I would what to expect I had no idea I just decided well okay you know they say to just put out a chapter every week or two or you know on a regular schedule maybe two chapters per week 